You want to get real results in your business? Well, there's only really one way to do that, and that's to track your activities, your actions, and what you're doing. Hey, my friends, it's Nate Short, and welcome to a special episode of Run Your Business Like a Business, a podcast where we explore better ways of how to run your real estate business more like a real business and at the same time have a life outside real estate. All right, well, I'm super excited to have you here on the podcast with us today. Uh, Very appreciative that you join us, and I'm trying to do these daily fives as often as I possibly can, where we just take five minutes and we talk about something having to do with building your business, uh, improving your life. And so in today's session, what I want to do is take five minutes and talk about the concept of the scorecard. Now, in past uh, uh, sessions, what we've done is we've talked about ways that we structure our our week, our days, our months, setting goals. We've talked about big rocks. We've talked about uh, those quarterly rocks, annual goals, those kinds of things. Today, what I want to talk about is this concept of a scorecard. And we know, the science tells us, that tracking our activities is one of the most important things that we can do. Uh, in addition to journaling, you know, where we're taking some time to reflect on how we're doing with our progress and think of things that we're doing really well and then things we can do better. When we do that, we can really put our businesses on hyper uh, drive or, you know, really, really go at a faster pace. And so today I want to talk about the scorecard specifically with real estate in regards to, you know, if you're building really any any business um, the types of things that you can track. And of course, it's all up to you. Like, what are you going to put on your scorecard to track? In coaching, uh, we do this. One of the first things that we do when we talk about productivity is get people to set up their scorecards so that they're tracking the right activities. Those activities that are going to really make the the difference, move the needle to getting more sales. And, uh, and, and then we also expand that concept into our personal lives as well, which is really cool, but it's kind of next phase after we get done with the the business part of it. So I want to talk really quickly about um, the nine things that I think are really important to track. And you can take all of them, a portion of them. You might want to simplify it down to just like, here's the big three things that I really need to track. Whatever it looks like for you, I think just the concept of having a scorecard is super important. Uh, I keep the scorecard right on a whiteboard right in front of my desk. So every day I'm looking at it. I'm looking at, you know, the activities because a lot of times, you know, we can't necessarily um, predict or, uh, you know, depending on what the market's doing, the results are not necessarily going to coincide with what's happening with our activities. The only thing we really can do is focus on the activities and then hope that those turn into potential deals. The other other thing I think about the scorecard is it gives us a goal, you know, something that we're always looking at and something that we're reaching towards and it keeps us really engaged in our businesses. You know, if you're feeling uh, like you're a little lost right now, market's down, you know, people are not moving as much because they're in these low interest rate loans. Um, You know, having those goals, having those metrics to really focus on is a really key thing. And that's a lot of what we do in coaching. So what are these nine things? Let's first of all talk about just the importance of making daily contact with people. So we want to track how many individuals we're speaking with every day. And what I like to do at the end of the day 
is I like to just go through my phone and my text messages and I'll just write down like the number of people that I contacted. And for me, that's usually between 10 and 20, maybe even upwards of 30 people every day. And I know if I can do that every week, you know, if I'm working, say, four, four days a week, I'm really prospecting. Um, that can be up to, you know, 100, 120 contacts in a week. And of course, if you did that every month, you're, you're contacting over 400 people, which is awesome. Um, and so that becomes a key metrics for me, really looking at the number of contacts I have. The other thing I look at is the client flow or what we would call tracking how many people we're getting into our database. I can't emphasize this enough. I mean, have, having the database updated, continually going through the, the database, a lot of times you know, we go through our day and we meet people and we don't get them into our database and we forget about them. And for most people, like this is a real challenge to grow their database. And so with a focused effort, you know, you can really grow that database uh, significantly and then get it into a CRM or maybe it's a mailing program or something like that where you can create now create some systems. So and for those of you who've been in our coaching program, you know that that is um, a big part of the productivity piece. And one of the big areas that we focus on is process and systems. So how do you create the database, which really becomes the backbone of the business? Uh, the next thing is just those touch points with clients. So setting up systems, uh, whether that's phone calls, emails, personal notes, uh, social media interactions, where it's all about building relationship. It's about the number of touches. And so we're trying to get to where we're touching people, you know, two, three times a month uh, in some way, whether that's an email that's coming from us, a phone call, maybe asking them out for coffee, uh, or a social media post, or, you know, whatever that looks like, a text message. So the number tracking number of client touch points is really important. Um, and then the next part is the appointments uh, that, that you actually set. So where you're doing the face to face time, you know, it's one thing to send out an email, but most people don't really look at emails. I mean, we're getting around 20 to say 40% open rate on our email um, uh, blast that we're putting out there. But the appointment set like this is super high quality time with people. And I think now more than ever, people really want to be seen. They want to make sure that you're understanding themselves, them and their, their businesses. Um, and they don't want just, you know, to be blanketed with some, uh, you know, e email that's going out to everybody. Uh, they probably are not going to read it anyway. So, you know, that's a really important thing is how do you, how many appointments are you setting per week? And then what are those discussions like? I think also that gives you energy because when we're out with people, we gain energy. One of the big things that we do with the appointments is we try to get people to think about setting appointments with those bigger types of influencer relationships. So in real estate, it's looking at, you know, maybe it's an accountant that's managing, you know, three or 400 families or uh, financial planners or insurance agents or people who are running businesses. I'm always challenging people to go uh, to that next level of relationship with people because if you've read that book, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan, I mean, that is such a great book to read if you're, um, if, you know, if you if you want to know how to grow and really expand your business without, you know, going really, really wide, you can just go fairly narrow with people. I know I knew one guy who only had 20 people in his database and he, you know, he, he was making millions of dollars a year just off of that database. So it's not necessarily going wide with thousands of people. Like early in my career, I thought, hey, I had to really 
you know, go wide with the amount of people that I had in my database. Um, it's thinking higher quality. You know, how can I, how can I develop relationships with people who can refer me more than one deal? So that's a really important piece. Um, so these live interactions, appointments, super important, uh, gratitude notes, or just notes where we're writing, you know, some feedback to somebody, very, very few people write personal notes. And um, that's, some, that's a ninja selling thing. And I, I truly believe that if you can get into the habit of doing a couple personal notes, we like to see 10, 20 personal notes per week. Um, it's a great practice to get in and set you apart. Um, then conversion rate. So keeping an eye on the ratio of leads to clients. So I think that's another another piece. You know, like if you look at your pipeline, who's who's ready to buy or sell or has mentioned that they might be interested, and then how are you converting in that, those into active clients? That can be a really key metric. Uh, referral rate. So how many referrals are you getting out of your database? That is another uh, really great piece of you know for the scorecard. I think that people can track. Uh, just to make sure that it gives you some, it puts it on the radar, I guess, you know, it's, it makes it so that you're, you're focusing on those referrals or remembering to ask for referrals. And then another key metric I like is customer satisfaction or reviews. And I love this because, um, you know, obviously it's a big thing to have reviews online, whether that's Google or Zillow or, um, but how many client uh, reviews can you get? and uh, get get those up out there. You can use them on your website, you can use them on landing pages, you can use them obviously on the other websites out there where you're, you're gaining credibility. So uh, I just wanna, again, emphasize this five minutes, just take a few minutes to talk about what does your scorecard look like? What do you wanna track in your business and how can you get that up in front of yourself every day? Uh, set maybe some reminders or some way to track uh, and then actually have that plugged into your calendar. I remember, you know, I tell a lot of people this, if it's not in your calendar, it's a dead dream. So I actually plug in time, make it a recurring activity in my calendar every single day to record my scorecard and review my day. And I think if you can do that, uh, it's going to it's gonna be great for building a great foundation for building your uh, business. So I want to thank you for watching or listening rather to this podcast and hopefully you've enjoyed it and we will see you in the next one.